0: To eat anymore. Oh. Why'd you eat so many? I know. I know you love M&M's, but now you're going to have a tummy ache. Yeah, you are. When I have a rumbly in my tummy, the only thing that makes me feel better is listening to CITR 101.9 FM.
1: Netherlands, that was Jacko Gardner with Find Yourself, and that's the lead single to his new album, Hypnophobia, which alludes to the fear of sleep, and that came out last week through Polyvinyl Records, and Gardner hails from the town of Hoorn with his neo-psych Baroque pop, heavily influenced by acts like new ones like Tame Impala and then uh, old ones like Sid Barrett. And he also deploys the harpsichord, some strings, flutes, and other classical instruments, but in a heavy 60s vein. Gardner currently has a roster of about a half dozen musicians that are hitting the road with him. Currently they are playing throughout Europe, but next month they will be town. So it will be Jacko Gardner along with Edmonton's Calvin Love and local art rock act data plan. They'll be at the Fox Cabaret at the corner of Kingsway and Maine Thursday, June 25th. Doors open at 8. Tickets are $12 in advance, $15 at the door, and I suspect it will be a 19 and older show. Another background here from Toronto. This is My Favorite Robot with Dead of the Dance, and this is off last year's Mirror Image EP through their self-titled label. My Favorite Robot originally formed in Montreal, but they drifted westwards, I guess along the 401, and they eventually developed a roster of like-minded individuals. So my favorite robot is home to kind of what you're hearing here but from different folks so good evening this is your cinematically inspired program here found on UBC's Magnetic Community Radio Station CITR we are exploding head movies CITR is the voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM in Vancouver we broadcast at 590 watts here from unceded Musqueam territory on the main campus the lower mainland of British Columbia here in Canada where you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca My name is Gak and I'll be juggling time for the next couple hours so verify that your machines and portals are set accurately for the proper stream and we'll try to do this in a chronological order Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604 Do keep it short and sweet and to the point since I am mixing things live Jotting some notes Taking care of business As it were behind the console But feel free to email anytime radiofreegack At gmail.com Which has actually picked up a little of the backlog as of late Been keeping busy As you expect So for the second half of the show we'll be dipping into one of my favorite composers Not only for film but general But most of the time we hear him For what he's done for his soundtrack work And it's been a while since I've shared anything of his So it'll be John Barry most famous for his James Bond music. And this time around, um, we'll forego the standard spy music and the twangy guitars for a sampling of uh, five of his film scores across five decades. But uh, I'll scatter some other little cues just for fun. So prepare yourself around 8pm for those of you who's listening live for Deadfall, The Tamarind Seed, Until September, The Scarlet Letter, and The Enigma, so we're kind of spanning from 1968 to 2002. A little bit different than what we usually do here on Exploding Head Movies, but uh, with John Barry, it's seemingly natural. Otherwise, I think uh, I may actually be able to do a soundtrack a week for ages. Don't even ask me what I can do about Morricone. Years. Um, otherwise, we'll touch upon some acts playing in town, some recent deaths in the music world uh, from the soul side of things, and then the usual mishmash of what you expect for the show. And then, of course, what you least expect. Uh, So for those students on campus for the spring turn, this your first go-around. Life
2: tends to be
1: quieter, at least until September. Not to really tease up one of the scores being played, but that's the nature of the thing here. Um, Yeah, the student union building here is rather sleepy, but a new moving date for our new home at the Nest looks to be in the cards for, for what we expect late June. So mark June 27th on your calendar, even though we've been telling you to mark your calendar for quite some time now, but... That's uh, what we've been told, a Saturday before Canada Day. We'll have a party at the new place. We'll wake for this old place here. <laughs> bang, bang. But stay tuned for more updates. Uh, we will kick things off though with... They uh, had a brilliant 2014 with the release of their debut album, Friend of Mine. And one of the halves is Samo Soundboy. Originally from New York, but uh, he's been in Southern California for a few years now. Where he runs the Body High label Home to DJ Dodgy Stadium And himself So after releasing a steady stream of EPs since 2010 He finally releases his own debut Begging Please this year And he continues on that vibe of dance music That you can cry to So from Begging Please This will be Samo Samboy With What Can I Do Here on Exploding Hit Movies CITR This is what we do
2: The Red Ride Tour rides again in its fifth
1: incarnation. A collective of Aboriginal musicians whose goal is to showcase the diverse talent of artists across North America is spearheaded by local classical grunge rocker Christy Lane Sinclair.
2: She is joined by Aboriginal artists from across the country, including Juno Award winning singer, songwriter Derek Miller, and ex-Vancouverite, cellist, and composer Chris Dirksen. The tour starts in Vancouver this Wednesday, May 13th at the Fairview Pub.
0: Like no one's listening
1: from Peckham in Southeast London, England. That was the Slow Revolt with Hold off last year's Never Get Close single. And the Slow Revolt's online presence is rather muted, so how many people are involved? I uh, can't tell you, but uh, they've been part of the British scene for a couple of years now. And their latest release is farther, but no word yet, on an album. And behind me, this is another Brit, Keith Mansfield, an artist we've uh, definitely played quite a lot of over the years here on the show off the 1984 KP album The Video Connection this is Electromatics B up next uh, we'll hop back to Toronto Uh, Snow Day originally formed as two Ottawa high school students picked up Ukulele in Madrid whilst backpacking through Europe and their shared love of underground hip hop samples and chill ambient along I guess with that ukulele led them to return to Canada and record together and live, they are supplemented by a drummer and a violinist. So just sort of picture all that combined together. And last year they released uh, their debut album, As We Travel. And it's picked up quite a fair bit of acclaim that way. So from As We Travel, this will be Snow Day. With Walk Along These Rocks With Me, here on Exploding Heavy, CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Online at www.citr.ca.
2: Mention grad students. Share your research, find out what's going on in other disciplines, approach your work from a new angle. Check out Fire Talks, the interdisciplinary discussion forum sponsored by the Research Commons at Kerner Library. Visit bit.ly firetalk for more information. Whoever said Money Can't Buy You Friends obviously wasn't a member at CITR. When you become a member, you get the Friends of CITR card with incredible discounts on Commercial Drive and other areas at Bone Rattle Music Limited, High Life Records, People's Co-op Bookstore, Audio Pile Records, Bad Bird Media, Band Merch Canada, Vancouver Music Gallery, and Pandora's Box Rehearsal Studios. To find out more, visit us in room 233 of the sub on the UBC campus or go online to citr.ca.
1: From their second EP, imaginatively named, from a numeral 2 EP, that was Yumi Zuma with Song for Zoe and Gwen. And Yumi Zuma are the trio of Charlie Ryder, John Burgess, and Kim Pflaum. originally hailing from New Zealand, but they now uh, call a combination of New York and Paris home. And along with their first EP released last year, as you can imagine, just called EP, uh, they developed a reputation for their soft, hazy synth-pop And they're hitting California for a few dates in July. They also did appear at the most recent South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, but uh, hours before playing, their gear was stolen, and yet they still put on a show. In the background, this is Wax Limbs with High Park at Midnight of the 2013 release World Makers, and the Toronto Act are scheduled to be part of next week's, or next month's Jazz Festival. Let me get the timing right there. Although in a non-jazzy way, much like some of the other genre festivals have been drifting towards as of late. Before the TD International Coastal Jazz Music Festival kicks off, uh, June 18th I believe it is, Gavin will fix, correct everything you need to. I'll make sure to profile a track of theirs that doesn't involve me talking over top. Along with some of the other acts that uh, catch my ear. Now, one recent feature I've neglected to do over the past few episodes is the soundtrack release announcement thing, mostly because I actually forgot outright, you know, I try to include all the appropriate notes for the various things I try to have each week, but uh, whoops, didn't happen, but here we are, back again, trying our best. Uh, Coming up this week, uh, you can get the soundtrack, well, these films are coming out, so that should give you a hint, Uh, Animals, score done by Ian Holtquist. Uh, Christoph Beck did the work for the new upcoming film, Good Kill. Uh, For those of you who've been looking forward to the continuing adventures of Max Rakatansky, well, uh, Junkie XL does the soundtrack to Mad Max Fury Road. The trailer has excited me for months, I'm sure. It will not live up to my lofty expectations, but we'll see. This may not be Thunderdome. Let's hope for a little Road Warrior. Uh, otherwise, uh, Pitch Perfect 2, score done by Devo's Mark Mothersboro. And as uh, Limited Edition releases onto Vinyl Go, hope well, you caught the Dan Stevens film The Guest. Original score is available in Limited Edition through Deathwalt's uh, Mondo. He's not Cousin Matthew from Downton Abbey anymore. Otherwise, uh, there are definitely like, other resources online that can help you tell you what other soundtracks are out there. It's a tough world to navigate with all the re-releases, special editions, and other things that way. But uh, you can find them. They'll be there. I'll try to remember this next week as well, too. Uh, Let's head over to Winnipeg next for some sexy-ish music from David Shaw. And he plays as Camp David. And as Camp David Shaw highlights a dystopic, sensual vibe. And you can download his latest album, Babes for Christ. Or Babes Before Christ from Bandcamp. Whatever price you can name. So from that album... This is Camp David with Sick Kissing.
2: Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. for The Spice of Life. The Spice extends life. The Spice expands consciousness. The Spice of Life brings you a variety of post-rock, shoegaze, math rock, and anything else that progresses. Join host Ben Life as he meanders whimsically through whatever comes to mind on the walk to CITR. Listen to Exploding Head Movies
0: on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
1: Of their 1985 album, Psycho Candy, that was the Jesus and Mary Chain. With one of the closing songs off of the 2003 film Lost in Translation, that was Just Like Honey. And in the celebration of the 30th anniversary of that album, they'll be playing this Wednesday, May 13th at the Vogue Theater along with special guests the Black Rider. I believe the show may still have some tickets available, but uh, I'm going to guess it's sold out already, if not dangerously close. Doors open at 8, show starts at 9, tickets just shy of $50, it's an all-ages show that way. The Scottish Act have not written uh, any new music, or at least released any new music since 1998's Monkey. Back in the day, well, after the shoegaze kind of fell apart but back when they started in the mid-80s shoegaze wasn't even a thing however um, their library was released onto vinyl in 2013 and the Reed Brothers apparently have been writing some new songs though I'm not sure ever will hear them now behind you this is Del Bell with the epilogue featuring some trumpet work by Ira Zingraf and this is off their self titled album from this year and then playing the same night as the Jesus and Mary Shane it is the John Spencer Blues Explosion out of New York City They'll be joined by We Are Hex. And that is, again, Wednesday, May 13th at The Imperial. Doors at 8, show at 9, tickets start at $25. And it is a 19-older show. Their latest album is a tribute to New York of old. It's called Freedom Tower, No Wave Dance Party from 2015. But I'm going to go off a single that came out a couple years ago. Since they still like releasing 7 inches, and they han- include the handy 45 printout tab to put in a jukebox. So there's the John Spencer Blues Explosion with Gadzooks here on Exploding Ed Movies CITR, Vancouver
2: Sure,
3: you know about bikes. Everything? Perfect. Nothing at all? Even better. At the UBC Bike Kitchen, you can use our space and tools to do your own bike maintenance, get one-on-one instruction on how to fix your bike yourself, or drop your bike off for us to repair. You can also buy a fully refurbished, guaranteed used bicycle, or a variety of new and used parts and accessories. The Bike Kitchen is UBC's non-profit, student-owned, full-service bike shop.
1: I know there's a specific band that is in town this week, and you've probably heard all oh, their staple songs that way, so I decided to mix things up. Because normally we don't aim for the uh, mainstream stuff here. So we went as weird as we could, while remaining somewhat identifiable. So from the soundtrack of the 1993 film directed by Jim Sheridan, starring Daniel Day-Lewis and Pete Postlethwaite, called In the Name of the Father... A tribute to the Guildford Four, falsely convicted as IRA bombers during the Northern Ireland Troubles, in 1974. That was Bono and his friend Gavin Friday with Billy Bula. And uh, Trevor Jones actually did the score for the film. But Bono and Friday uh, wrote a couple other songs for the film, the title track, combining some Northern and, uh, I like guess, Southern Irish instrumentation. For sort of a unified approach to things and then a Sinead O'Connor track You Made Me the Thief of Your Heart I wish they could continue to do weird songs like that almost like the level of Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me or what we're hearing in the background here a U2 side project with Brian Eno from 1995 called Passengers released in between Zeropa and 1997's pop this is Plot 180 original soundtracks number one you two kick off their latest tour, Innocence and Experience, here in Vancouver, two sold out nights at Rogers Arena, in support of that album that appeared on every Apple app, every Apple device for free songs at Innocence. They are playing this Thursday and Friday, May 14th and 15th. Don't ask what tickets are going for right now, if you haven't picked them up already. Uh, apparently the group will be splitting each concert into two sets with an intermission for the first time in their career, at least according to the New York Times first half featuring a relatively fixed set list and the second including a bit more of an arbitrary selection. What that means, I will leave it for the concert goer to discover. Apparently using a new sound system, uh, using a different type of ceiling mounted speaker set for equal sound distribution. Apparently they're in town right now with a mobile recording studio working on new songs. Perhaps for the follow-up if we continue on with a bit of William songs of experience. We shall see. But at this point now, Bono will not be playing the guitar anymore after his bike accident in New York that mangled his left hand. He has been going on record as saying the rest of the band members, The Edge, Adam Clayton, and Larry Mullen, don't mind at all. Kind of cheekily. Uh, up next, let's uh, mark some recent deaths in the music world, and it's going to be Ben E. King, born Benjamin Earl King, September 1938. Best known for the song Stand By Me, which at the time was a modest hit until the 1986 film came out, where it gained profile again. Other tracks like Spanish Harlem, Supernatural Thing, I Could Have Danced All Night. But he was also the lead singer for uh, the act The Drifters for a time. Things like There Goes My Baby, Save the Last Dance for Me, and I Count the Tears. Um... He died at the end of April, April 30th, at the age of 76, due to what was reported as coronary problems, and although there's a wealth of songs, some obvious that uh, we could definitely play for Ben E. King, uh, I'm going to go from 1970's Rough Edges here. He actually had some little bit of disco hits happening in 1974 as well, too, as he tried to adapt it to in the time, but uh, this sort of goes with that uh, progressive soul rock aspect at the time, although... His voice still rings clear So this will be Ben E. King With Don't Let Me Down
2: Done me, ha! You done me good. Now I guess nobody ever really done me. me. Well, in the morning, done me. You know she done me good. in the music department.
0: Hi, my name is Natalie, the new media coordinator.
2: Hey, it's uh, Rohit Joseph, sponsorship coordinator.
0: Hi, this is Yusi, and I'm the outreach coordinator. This is Brenda, host of Peanut Butter and Jams on Thursdays. Nashir, the ad coordinator at CITR.
1: My name is Robin Ellum. I'm the program manager. Hi, I'm Eric Coates, the student music executive. This is Costa, the news director. Hey, it's John, the production coordinator.
2: Hey, this is Josh, I'm the Digital Submissions Coordinator. I'm Nellie, host of The Cat's Pajams. This is Matt Granlund from Stranded, the Australian Canadian Music and Talk Show. My name is Hugo, I'm the Volunteer Manager.
0: Hey, I'm Jane, I'm the Volunteer Coordinator. Hey, it's Sarah
2: Cordinley Lee from the CITR Music Department. This is Eleanor Waring, President of CITR Student Executive. From all of us at CITR, we would like to acknowledge and thank everyone who donated to this year's Fund Drive. With the help of listeners like you, we raised over $38,000. For this incredible generosity, we would like to say thank you. Thanks, you. Thank you for donating to Fund Drive. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, we love you guys. Take it easy.
0: Thank you so much for donating to FunDrive. Thank you. Your donation makes such a huge difference.
2: Thank you so much for all your
3: donations.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your support.
2: Thank you all so much for your support. Thank you very much to everybody that donated for FunDrive.
0: Thank you.
2: Thank you for your support. Thank you for supporting this year's Drive.
0: Thanks, guys, for volunteering and donating. Thank you so much for donating to Fund Drive this year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: This is Geron Paxton, American musician, and you are listening to 101.9 FM, C I T R. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: From their 1976 album *Man to Man*, that was Hot Chocolate, with Heaven, is in the backseat of my Cadillac. The lead singer for Hot Chocolate was uh, Errol Brown, born Lester and Errol Brown in Jamaica in 1943, and he was part of the massive 1976 or 1975 song, where you believe in miracles, right? You sexy thing, or some others. Tracks include, like, Everyone's a Winner. There's another one that includes Winning as well, too. Of I didn't jot that down, but uh, Hot Chocolate were definitely part of the British funk scene in the 70s and 80s. Uh, Brown left the band in 1986, and Hot Chocolate actually has continued ever since without him, but not the same with his uh, style of panache. Uh, Brown died of liver cancer May 6th, so just a few days ago at his home in the Bahamas. He was, 71 years old. And behind me, from his soundtrack to the film Seven, from David Fincher, this is Howard Shore, representing Toronto with The Apartment. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, online at www.citr.ca. And just to correct something we said in our fun drive announcement there, we actually made over $42,000. So thanks for those of you who donated to Exploding Head Movies. Thanks to all those of you who donated to CITR during the fun drive. And hopefully we get to see what we've done at the new place once we're ready to move into the nest towards the end of June. At the earliest, we have a digitized discorder and our reel-to-reels. So we have some quality stuff dipping into the archives of Vancouver history that may not be documented elsewhere. Now coming up we will have some John Barry But we'll get some uh, classical of sorts here With some new music from the indie power couple Colin Stetson He of the bass and tenor saxophone And then Sarah Neufeld She of the violin And uh, they've worked together on acts like Bell Orchestra and the Arcade Fire Uh, Recently they recorded an album Never Were The Way She Was In a remote cabin in Ontario Just to get some time away Where they improvised some stuff So those will be Colin Stetson and Sarah Neufeld with won't be a thing to become here on Exploding Head Maybe CITR one point nine FM in Vancouver. Get ready for John Barry.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: For a taste of the classics with a twist, join me, Marguerite, with Classical Chaos Sunday morning starting at 9, right here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver, Canada. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory the speaking Musqueam people. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
1: So from the 1965 World War II film King Rat, which was directed by uh, Brian Forbes, starred Steven Seagal, sorry, Steven, no, George Seagal, totally different, I don't even have a Steven written down here, I don't know where I got that from, wrong, George Seagal and James Fox about prisoners of war in Singapore, we were John Barry there, with King Rat, it's the King Rat March. Not too marchy itself, but it kind of works that way. And behind me, from his renowned score to the 1969 film Midnight Cowboy, this is Fun City. So, for the next 40 minutes or so, we're going to feature a whole bunch of John Barry music, primarily focusing on five soundtracks over uh, some of the key decades he worked in. He was born John Barry Prendergast. His mother was a failed classical pianist. His father ran seven or eight cinemas in England, so he managed to watch a lot of film. When he had his mandatory military service, he learned the trumpet, formed a jazz combo called the John Barry Seven in 1957, and then in 1960, scored his first films, Never Let Go, and then Beat Girl. Some stuff that I've definitely profiled in the past, but this time around, we're gonna focus not on the James Bond aspect so believe it or not he was only paid 250 pounds for his work on the first Bond film that
3: was
1: Newman although they liked one of the songs that he wrote John Barry was on record as indicating he expanded upon the theme provided some additional music and did other composition that way and originally he was credited for the James Bond theme but uh, over time the courts decided Newman actually had written it despite evidence to the contrary, but at the very least John Perry did okay in the end because he did 13 of the Bond films it's he who we associate with Sean Connery as James Bond. We'll go with another Brit here for the first film we're gonna profile Michael Caine. Uh, We're gonna go for a 1968 film, Deadfall, where he is a gentleman thief doing uh, all manners of stuff to break in and steal hearts and wallets we're going to listen to John Barry here first off with a statue dance before we segue to the meeting and then uh, an instrumental on one of the main themes from Deadfall. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here, CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Uh... So from the score to the 1968 film Deadfall we We're John Barry there first with the statue dance Then we heard the meeting, which started off quietly, then with build up And in the background, this is the instrumental version of the theme My Love Has Two Faces Now, tying into Bond history, when he was working with Eon Productions for the various scores, when he did the work on From Russia with Love, the second Bond film, he still wasn't entrusted to really do any of the theme music himself. Sort of a production-type confidence versus faith thing. Of course, by the third film, Goldfinger, armed with Shirley Bassey and the monstrous brass section, he did okay. So, the man from York became quite part of the swinging London scene in the 60s. Originally, his first wife was Barbara Pickard. Uh, Then he married a very young Jane Birkin when she was 18, before she effectively was traded of sorts to Monsieur Serge Gainsbourg. Also, he had uh, Jane Seide as a wife for a time as well, too. So, Barry was willing to experiment with a lot of different sounds. Uh, for one of the Bond them- themes, he actually introduced synthesizers. Not well, something typically expected that way. And then, with Midnight Cowboy, he actually asked some singer-songwriters to provide some music. Although, he had to take Harry Nilsson's Everybody's Talking, because how can you not use that song? So, now we're going to jump ahead to 1974. The film's called The Tamarin Seed, and this is one of the collaborations that Blake Edwards did with his wife, Julie Andrews. This also starred Omar Sharif. A bit of a Cold War love affair that way. Although the weird thing is that the soundtrack only came out briefly when it was first released. And there's some bootleg out of an Australian label that's been floating around for a while to the point now I have no idea how I actually got this. So we're going to listen to a couple tracks off of the 1974 Tamarin Seed. This will be John Barry here. Show a little bit more of a romantic side, which actually will kind of persist through the rest of the show towards the end. This will be... The accident. Everything I read about that film, that song does not seem like it fits in there. But then again, the title kind of gives it away. So we start off with John Barry with the accident. Then we heard the jaunty little interlude. While I talk over the double agent, all from the 1974 score to the tamarind seed. About a British home officer who falls in love with a Soviet diplomat. While in the Caribbean. And all that music was provided by John Barry. We've been profiling two scores so far as we slowly get to the third. And one thing about John Barry is that whatever film you're watching, if his music appeared in there, especially since he provided music with a strong theme throughout the entire score for the film, um, it often would save kind of the film-going experience. One thing I've been trying to work on at some point is a proper... Show devoted to great soundtracks, to not-so-great movies. And with John Barry, there's a bit of that at play. Because, honestly, the music can only do so much. But uh, we'll actually go on to that theme for the next two films here. And We're going to go to 1984. This was a, uh, a romantic drama about an American tourist who falls in love with a Parisian banker. And uh, this film has basically dropped off everyone's radar, but the music still sounds pretty strong. So from the film until September, we're going to listen to John Barry here. First off with the main title, and then a little something called foreplay. This is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. So from John Barry's work From the 1984 film until September We start off with the main title Featuring uh, some wonderful Plinky synths Uh, Then a little foreplay And I'm talking over one more time here You can totally tell it's the 80s Based on how much saxophone pops up But John Barry actually used it quite well That and the harmonica The A Very crafty Creative guy that way Now we're gonna skip over one of the films that he won an Oscar for, which was 1990's Dances with Wolves, but the influence of that on this soundtrack is prominent, because there actually is a continuation of the indigenous theme for this. So, 1995 there was an adaptation of Nathaniel Hawthorne's infamous novel, The Scarlet Letter, but uh, the screenplay apparently took some substantial liberties, and I remember the controversy at the time when it came out about how unfaithful it was to the book. It starred Demi Moore, probably post-peak, as things started sliding away for her. Also had Gary Oldman and Robert Duvall. So what we're going to listen to first is a combination track with Peter Buffett. And I think he provides some of the uh, whistle work at play here. But uh, this has a strong sort of 90s uh, kind of revivalist tone that way. So this will be John Barry and Peter Buffett with The Bird... Then the swimmer, before Barry alone asks, Are you with child? Harkening back to the Massachusetts Bay Colony of the 17th century we had John Barry there with the bird then we heard John Barry along with Peter Buffett with the swimmer featuring some uh, vocal choir work there and then just John Barry himself there with Are You With Child and in the background She Will Not Speak talking about the ostracision faced by the lead character played by Demi Moore in that film So, we got one last John Barry soundtrack here. See how much we can get it out for. And actually, appropriately enough, it is the final score that he did before he died. And if you watch the recent film, The Imitation Game, it talks about the uh, Bletchley Park computers, the people who were decrypting the uh, Enigma code by the Nazi Germans. Well, in 2002, there was a film produced by Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones since he was a big Enigma fanatic. Enigma. So, I played a little bit when the the Imitation Game uh, Oscar nomination was out for Best Score by uh, Alexander Desplat. I listened to John Barry here. We'll start off with Is That What Happened, and then we'll see how far we can get. We may just listen to one cue, since it is about four minutes or so. Kind of ties into some of the lengths of the songs we've been working with here, but let's see what magic I can work with. So from John Barry's score, the final bit of music he recorded for film that way. The 2002 film Enigma. We heard John Barry first with Is That What Happened? Then we closed with Wigram Arrives. And I'm talking over the end credits to Enigma itself. So hopefully over that span, since we covered about five decades worth of music there, you can still highlight the trends that Barry had, ranging from super brassy at first... To leading more romantic elements that way, which seems to be the natural arc of a composer as you sort of determine what you makes you stand out a bit more, but then what you're actually shined through that way. It was John Barry died in Oyster Bay, New York in January 2011, along he' stuck with his fourth wife, Lori, since 1978. He died of a heart attack at the age of 77 at the time, I remember it was Oscar season, and uh, we had to sneak that in with some inception. Profile that way. At some point, I definitely dip back into John Barry again. Probably when the next Bond film comes out, and we'll definitely bring out the guitars a bit more that way. Otherwise, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. And coming up at nine, just a few short minutes away, is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he will take you until midnight. So stay tuned to CITR. If you missed any of this week's episode, it should be on the podcast shortly. Just check out www.citr.ca, click on Podcasts, click on Exploding Head Movies. And stuff will magically appear there soon. You can also search iTunes for all of the station's fine programmings, and Exploding Him Movies should be one of the top results. You can follow me on Twitter at 100Air. You can follow CITR at CITR Radio. And Exploding Him Movies is also on Facebook, Tumblr, and Google. But you can email me anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. So next week it's going to be Victoria Day, and I might try to look into some Scott Waka. We'll see how we work through all the CDs of his I have. So We're going to close with Cassandra Wilson. Uh, some music that she did for the Wong Kar R.Y. film, My Blueberry Nights in 2007. Which starred Nora Jones. We didn't really sing much except from Country, which is her shtick now. So This will be Wilson with a Neil Young standard. We're going to listen to Harvest Moon. You've been listening to Exploding Hit Movies on 11.9 FM, CITR, Vancouver.
3: Also, I think we neglected a very important piece.
0: Come a little bit closer, hear what
3: I have to say.
0: Just like children sleeping, we could dream this night. In the
3: light.
0: we know where the music's playing let's go out and feel
2: you are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for the Jazz Show coming right up right now. <laughs>